let's get busy. on the Matt and Jerry show. Hey, I found out this really interesting thing about, about um, the difference between men and women and mental health over the weekend. There's a really interesting thing and I was able to do my own experiment when I was out and about on the back of it. So they were talking about how women, when they're feeling down, they want to feel noticed and listened to and they want to feel like people care. But that doesn't really work for men, they've discovered, because men actually just want a purpose in life. So they've got this thing that they're doing in Australia, which is called um, mental health by stealth with men, because the best way to make a man feel good about themselves, they don't like to sit around and be felt noticed or to feel safe. They don't want to feel safe. That's not what makes a man feel better about themselves. It's doing something. So if you get guys on a project to do something together, then they'll talk about anything and they'll uh, do whatever they, they want. But um, there's all these terrifying stats out about how few friends most men have in the western world now they're women are better at holding on to their friends than men are and you know the stats around how many men get a public like a a government funeral compared to women like by far the majority of funerals where you just get buried by the state because you've got no one that takes charge oh, of you. Oh, right, right. There's no one to look after you. Yeah, it's one of the saddest that, things in the world. Right? It's an Alan, Alan of Rigby situation. Okay. Um but uh, that, that's heavily, and the stats go way in favour of males doing it, because males just, because a lot of the institutions have disappeared, like rugby clubs and bowling clubs and rotary clubs have become less, <laughs> men just have nothing, mm-hmm. um, and they're not very good at getting things sorted. But anyway... Uh, men are definitely not good at getting things no, sorted. No, they just won't do anything. And, I mean, the, and the amount of men that can't even find a best man for when they're getting married... It's it's quite oh that's that makes me sad yeah is that why neither neither of you two have got married you that's couldn't find a best man. man can't find best yeah. man hey, I couldn't even hey, rummage up a friend hey Jerry I'm getting married would you be my best man no see that's the kind of thing that you know and mm. and I spend a lot of time with Jerry that's the kind I'll of thing I'd be a best man well, you, well well you're a woman yeah I can wear a suit could you be a best woman yeah can you have I'm a pretty best sure woman? If, Tony if, if, Street if, did that for old um Sam Wallace would you would you want to be wore called a suit and everything she was the best woman. She was the best man woman, yeah. Oh. Best man woman. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I look good in a suit, Matt. Okay, cool. Well, I'll keep that in mind if I ever, if the right lady ever comes along. I've uh-huh. never heard of a best woman, but That's then a great again, idea. of course, there should be a best Why wouldn't you have a best woman if you wanted a woman? Mm. But anyway, looking into this, it's really interesting about men and they, and you know, like everyone talks about men should be talking about their problems and all that kind of stuff. And that's probably true. And, and you know, reaching out, like you'd rather someone reach out and talk to you than, um, you know. You know, obviously, men are heavily, um, like, representative in the st- stats around um, taking their own lives, and and you know, mental health outcomes are bad, and homelessness, and all this kind of things. So things are going really quite bad in society for men lately. Over the last uh, thirty years, it's really tanked, and it's uh, people put it down to a, a lack of purpose. And so, you know, if you want to help a guy, you have to. They have to feel. Like they are working towards something and their best friendships come when they're with other people doing something towards something. That's when they feel worth. A lot of it's to do with evolutionarily around that's how men operated, right? Uh, women were generally back at the camp and they were looking after children and collecting things and they had their relationships that worked like that. So they had to work very communally in that kind of situation. They are evolved to do that, whereas men are sort of evolved to 
go somewhere and do something or be working on a project or generally trying to kill the neighbouring tribe but having something to do. And a lot of men now just don't have any... They don't have anything outside of their, their you know, if they if they have a family, that's fine. They really zone into that. But then they just stop catching up with their friends because males to catch up with their friends normally have to do something when they're catching up with their friends. You know, they don't really feel that comfortable just ringing for a chat. Like it's much easier for women to ring each other and have a chat or communicate, whereas men have to communicate by going, playing golf or having a drink or doing something. There needs to be an agenda. Yeah, there needs to be a reason they don't feel. Yeah. And 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 they talk about how men communicate side by side. Whereas women communicate face to face, and it's really, really interesting because they do. This is this is getting to my point in a roundabout way. So this guy I was I was listening to this podcast on. I'm going to interview him actually, but it's really interesting. If you watch, if you go to an area, and you watch men and women interacting, right? Men never interact directly front on to each other. They will never be r- looking straight at each other. Whereas women will talk to each other face to face. Men won't do that unless there's a table in the middle. They will always have, and it's amazing when you start to look at. They, the one man will always be on a like about a thirty-three degree angle from the man they're talking to. They'll always they'll be thirty-three degrees like that, or the men prefer to stand side by side mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really interesting because like they, a, at a urinal, yeah, like a urinal, that mm-hmm. kind of way, side to side. And it's it's a lot to do with how men operated together, walking places, doing things together, a, a side by side. But you'll never see men go front face to face when they're talking. But you were with women. And it's interesting because uh, so I was at this thing. I was at the Brothers Duke joint, um, Brothers Beer, one of those um, great beers, but bars they've got. They've got one in Mount Eden. I was at that the other day. And it was the perfect thing because I've got a courtyard and there was lots of people coming together. And I th- there was family groups coming together. People were having functions. And I could just watch it. It was so bizarre. And you realise when you watch this kind of stuff that we think we're all individuals, but we're actually kind of like ants in a way and that we just do what we're evolved to do. So I was looking everywhere. And everywhere there was men standing on and one of them standing on a 33-degree angle to them. Everywhere, right. and then there was women everywhere, face, face oh, yeah. to face, and then there were men standing against the walls, talking to each other side by side, or there's men side by side looking out at something that didn't exist to talk yeah. side by side, and and men just won't. Apparently, evolutionarily, it comes from the old days because face to face is a confrontation between men, but it's not a confrontation and between women. But face to face, if you go face to face with a man, then even though we don't really know it in our souls, we are firing up to fight. Oh, yeah. So you have to stand side to side or slightly on angle to say, look, I'm not, this isn't an attack. Yeah. I, interestingly, I went away with a group of men on the weekend and you were talking before about men needing a mission and needing yeah. to be able to do something. We found ourselves at a loose end on Saturday afternoon and we'd gone for a walk around the around this point, around this beach. And we came across an abandoned ship that had turned itself over at low tide. And immediately we started conducting a CSI investigation into this <laughs> particular abandoned ship that had been left with a whole lot of things inside it. There was a ladder on top of it. We worked out in the end that the person who did have this ship at some stage had, an, had a dog on board and had trained the dog to do shits in the front of the deck because there was a whole lot of dog Aww. shit that was in the front of the deck. Anyway, they just abandoned the ship. They'd also written a what whole lot of... What kind of ship of, is it? it was a, 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 a yacht. A yacht, right. Like yeah. a wooden yacht. Yeah. Probably about a 20-foot wooden wooden yacht. Jesus. Um, But old, like barnacles all over it, you know, muscles on it and stuff. And it was on its side. But inside of it, we pulled out this pad, and a full A4 pad, and it was the ramblings of 
someone had written maybe <laughs> 30 pages of of writing in the most bizarre handwriting. We started going through what they were talking about. There was someone that was put in jail for some false thing or all this sort of stuff. But we didn't know what to do. We were sort of wandering around aimlessly. It wasn't until one of the members of the group decided that what we needed to do was take a boat and take it across to an island that all of a sudden we had purpose. Yeah. And at that point, immediately everybody came together and we worked out how we were going to get yeah. across to this island. And it was really interesting to watch us all come together because we were definitely at a loose end. Yeah. And then we uh, we paddled our way across to this island. Yeah. And then um, made landfall on the island. Unfortunately, the wind was pushing us there <laughs> and it was very hard to get back. <laughs> and one of the guys decided that he would be the kaitiaki, which is the, the steerer of the waka steerer. And he was like a giant sail, and so that was a problem getting back. <laughs> but in the end, the whole round trip ended up taking us about two hours to get there and back, and there were no life jackets, and ultimately we potentially could have perished on our way there, mm. especially in matter, the failing light. It doesn't matter if the mission is irresponsible, which it normally is with men. Men do want to go on a mission. So that's what things like um, rotary clubs and even churches, But you know, when everyone used to go to church, they were always trying to fix the church. It was always about – it was actually – getting something for men to do because they they go really bad. So it's like all, all of a sudden the men suddenly decide that they need to knock down the back of the church and rebuild it yep. or they decide that they need to do some landscaping or like lions and rotary clubs back in the day, they decided that they need to build a community project and that's all about the need that you're talking about then for men to do loose stuff. Should we take a break? And we're back. This is what this podcast is really. But what about like, um, this is just us doing a community project, isn't it? You and me have got together to, to, to try and do something. This is like this is like us giving something back to the community. What, this this podcast? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So would you say, would this, would, would this um, ring true for you, Anastasia? Did you just ring up your friends for a chat? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I, I, I call the girls most days. Yeah, right. Like I, like uh, oh, like I was talking about my friend that lives overseas. We were talking about on the way back from Wellington. Yeah, yeah. Call her every two days. She lives yeah. in the mid at the moment on a boat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I call my friends all the time. Yeah, yeah it's. I reckon that um, I probably more agree with the um, standing horizontally in, in front of each other because like you know how when you go to a party the, the boys will stand around like a barbecue or something yeah and they're all standing around next to each other with yeah. their arms crossed and like a beer in hand yeah whereas like if you pivot over to the girls we're all near the house or in the kitchen or whatever yeah and i will be like having my hands on someone a girl's shoulder like talking to her like heart to heart or yeah. you know like like it's well, that, that barbecue thing is such a good point. That's yeah. that, and everyone goes. Well, why do the men stand around the barbecue? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're all, they're all so they can kit. be so they can be doing something. Yeah. So they stand back, and one of them's on the barbecue, and the other guy's giving advice, and going, "You try this and try this," you know. And that means that they've turned what's a social function into some kind of m- mission. Yeah. Is that why men would also rather be at a bar, leaning on a bar, talking to their friends, facing towards yeah. the bartender, than sitting at a table facing face to face? Yeah, that's so right. True. And they they'd fa- actually and rather be facing in a direction. I mean, there's something about that looking off into the distance. Yeah, and they do. They track men won't look like say you, you on a Zoom chat. They track where people men's eyes go, and men are always looking off to the side because they find it confrontational to look someone straight ahead on like a Zoom chat, like if oh, they're yeah. talking. So they're always like the man's always like this. Off to the side, yeah, because they don't want to be going. I'm, I'm coming at you. It, it feels like they're, they're coming. At, you're coming at them if you, yeah, if right. you stare them in the eyes. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? I get that. I can see how that confrontation could actually 
the Harabat confrontation mm, totally that's works. That's such a good point about the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, and they're standing like this. Yeah. And the beer's like in one hand, but they've still got their arms crossed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the man will always go uh, to someone, you go around to the house and they'll punish you by taking you over to show whatever their hobby is. So you can stand by side by side while they go, oh, this is my home brew situation I've another, got here. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Another good one um, is sport games. Yeah. You're all sitting there just next to each other, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And you're not even looking at each other. You're literally just looking at the game, like you said, looking at something else, just talking about Oh, I see what you're saying. Up. Yeah, I think it's also, as I said before, it's the same as in a urinal. It's where yes, men yeah, feel the, right. the safest. Yeah. Just standing there side by shoulder to shoulder with another man um, with your downstairs out. As opposed urinating. to just face-to-face pissing on each other. Well, yeah, because I've never seen a face-to-face urinal. A face-to-face urinal where you go back and forth across it, that, that would be quite interesting. It's really interesting in the study as well. So they... Or, you know, oh, multiple yeah. studies where they go, um, they talk to women and men after they've gone to see friends about what they talked about. Actually, going back to the pee thing quickly, yeah. when you go to a gig, all the girls need to go to a toilet because there's only one or two gigs. Yeah. We literally look at each other when we pee. Right. So my friends will all be, there'll be three of us in a cubicle and yeah. I say I'm on the toilet. They'll be staring directly three at me. Of you in, why are there three of you in a cubicle Because there's only Anastasia? one or two toilets. All right. All right. <laughs> why no, no, no. Three three not focusing on that. It's not a nice, nose by situation. No, I'm saying that that is even true with the whole urinal yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. They're looking at me. Oh, yeah. It'd be very weird if um, mates went into the toilet together where they took a shit. <laughs> but the other thing is they talk to men after they'd met gone out with their friends and they talk to women after they've gone out with their friends and you ask questions of the man about what's happening in the other guy's life and they've they've gained no information at all from the other guy they say what did you talk about oh we had some shit joke about something else we did this we talked about sport we did this and men will meet up and and learn absolutely nothing about the life of the guy they're talking to whereas women will come back and so often you know this you come back to your partner and they go oh what's happening with um, Jerry's baby and and, and I understand Tulsi's doing this and blah blah and you go Oh, I don't know. And they're like, well, you didn't ask about that? It's like, yeah. no, I didn't. I don't know. Does he, is, is Tulsi pregnant? I didn't know. Well, it's always the handy thing <laughs> in a relationship is that one person's getting all the information <laughs> and that person's holding on to all the information. Uh, in my situation, it's not me. And then I can just dip in and ask questions of Tulsi at certain times and she'll know things about what's going on with people's lives and stuff and I can just dip in and out. Yeah. It's really, really useful to have, that, to, be, to have that information in your house at any given time walking around inside of a brain <laughs> and you can just get in and out of that information. That person's going out and gathering that information for you. It's that's a like a good, I think that's a good partnership. Because you guys just dip in whenever you need stuff to, to know about the show or the station or whatever. You dip in and, and you out. Guys just dip in and out. But yeah. the problem with that is that um, well, it just means that through life, men fail to make the connections on a level that doesn't involve the activity they're doing with the person. So, and then you get busy. What happens in life is you have kids and you get busy and you don't have time to do activities those activities. Yeah. And so the friendships disappear with the yeah. lack of the activity. Yeah. Whereas, like you say, your friends overseas. Yeah. And so you 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 do that, but like if you if you're suddenly not able to have an activity with the person, they, that friendship just dies. But well, I think that's partly as well why you need, as a male, you need to establish those friends friendships reasonably early on in your life. And yeah. and if you do have those, and oftentimes men do hold on to school friends, and those are the friends that they have the the biggest connection with, even though the fact that they probably haven't spent as much time with them throughout the whole course of their life, you'll still you might spend more time with your workmates, and you might actually know your workmates better. Weirdly enough, you still have those connections to those friends that you made when you were when you were a teenager and through your twenties as well. 
Yeah. Well, I do anyway. I know you're the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like my like so. My I, one day it struck me that all my friends were the people that like the closest friends. I mean, you're a very close friend, Jerry. But the ones that I will go to constantly, they're from the seventh form of my high school. Mm. And so, what are the chances that the those people at the shit high school we went to for people that have been expelled from other high schools were the best people you're going to meet? No, they met at that time when you were in the friend making zone, mm. which is just a narrow time for dudes. <laughs> yeah, and you go school okay, and university. Yeah, and then a little bit after in the in the twenties. So I, recently, I went down to Queenstown with um like my seven best mates from high school, from seventh form. And it was just such a fucking great time because we were all exactly on the same page. And most of them live overseas, so they came back for it. But it was like not a single day had passed. We just went into the exact same characters as we had been. We reverted exactly to ourselves at seventh form yeah. and acted like absolute penises for three days. It was so fucking good. Just We reverted to just breaking things and being fucking penises and... It was so good. We were, we were naughty boys again instantly. It was so good. The guy that, that, that's done the stuff is a guy called Matt, Max Dickens. And um, he's just talking about male loneliness is actually male loneliness. And look, females have their problems. Absolutely. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying I'm just concentrating on the male side of it and from that angle on it. But um, male loneliness is worse than a, it's more lethal than heart disease. Is more lethal than a pack of cigarettes a day. Loneliness. Why is it more lone? Why is it more lethal? Oh right. Oh, geez, okay. Plus, plus your um and and plus your brain starts to contract. Okay. And you become nihilistic. Less connections. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a real disaster because social connections are the strongest ones. Right. You know that's that social socializing is when your brain is fizzing at its highest level. So well, if, you, if you're interacting with if you're interacting with less people, then yeah. your brain starts to shut down, and then you go into this sort of shutdown mode. Yeah, well, they always reckon that with work and stuff like that, the longer that you can work as an adult, the better it is yeah. for your brain because it keeps those connections going and those random bits are going firing off rather than say retiring. And then when you do retire, you tend to just see less people at that point. Yeah, and you're certainly not meeting new people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So my advice coming through this is with if you're males, loneliness is something that you really need to fight because you can be lonely in a relationship with your partner because it's a different kind of thing. You need that other other life outside of just your family. And what happens is you have young kids and then you just get into that fucking zone of just living and surviving to get through the kids. And then you come out the other end and you don't have those friends because you've let those activities that, you, you know, you played – I played football every Wednesday night with a bunch of friends for like years and years until I had kids and I couldn't anymore. All these different things. You gotta make those things and the best way to make those connections with other men that are gonna be helpful is to base them around an activity and become that great friend that goes, we're doing this, let's go on this, we're going on a fishing trip, yeah. you know, and we're, and we're gonna make that a thing we do. But yeah. when, when you go on the fishing trip, you need to focus on not just talking about fish yeah and what's for dinner and you need to have an agenda you to need to actually, actually sit like, down like, sit down how beside are the them kids how's your partner yeah, how's yeah. work how's life going like sit beside them and say that while whilst you're doing an activity you need a bit of time to do that that's, yeah that's time we'll do it needs that. to be a, a weekend a, 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 yeah weekend yeah. so that might come yeah. in day two of the weekend yeah and 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 you'll be sitting, you won't be face to face. Isn't the problem when you do that that you get so steamed, fucking steamed? <laughs> that but in my experience, you just end up absolutely steamed. Then you walk out of the weekend and you go, Jesus, you have those Christ, mental okay, health can't weekends. Be that again. You have those mental health weekends <laughs> where you come out and you're you another another three years because that'll take it too much out of me. Yeah, and you have those mental health weekends where you just come home a wraith and a wreck. <laughs> so that's why you need to do things that are like. I mean, I hate to be the person that says that, but like a wholesome 
thing. Like, go and play golf. Get, I don't know. But then you get steamed playing golf. Yeah, you do. That's our problem. So steam is the issue. Well, steam is a big issue, to yes, be honest. Steam is an issue. It is an issue, but it's also fun. But, but also men can't say to each other, do you want to just go and um, get a coffee? They're always like, you want to come for a beer? Or let's go to this. Just go to a fucking one-day international. Cricket. Mm. That's a whole day with a friend at the cricket with something to do where you're sitting side by side looking at the sport. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You get so fucking steamed. Though. This is the problem. Yeah. We'll just take a break. And then shall we finish? And we're up. Yeah, bless.